0: everybody, welcome once again to another episode of Plenty of Noise. I'm glad you guys tuned in. This is the emo slash pop punk slash alternative rock podcast and radio show on the interweb and also on Radio Firework. It's a thing that I've started doing a couple of months ago, um, just out of pure boredom really, but I've developed a great, great passion for this. This is a show in which I get to talk to other people from our scene, from the emo and pop punk scene, about what it's like to be a member of the scene, to be a member of a band, to be a musician and to be a rock musician in times like these, um, in years like the year 2021, um, which is still defined by the coronavirus pandemic and also rock music in general isn't really the flavor of the month anymore. So um, this is my show. Me, my name is Nick. I am your host. I'm a musician myself. I sing and play guitar in a band called Cadet Carter. Please go and check that band out. (laughs) Uh, Shamelessly uh, plugging my own stuff here um if you are into like emo and pop punk music this is just for you just like this show is so um last the last episode that we did um the guest that i had planned um he bailed on me and he left me uh with uh he left me to my own devices so i very spontaneously decided to do a show that was full just full of like songs that i like that um new songs and old songs that i wanted to show you guys and talk a little bit about them thank you all for tuning in um last time and uh, one of the i got i've 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 received a lot of messages about that episode so thank you very much and uh one of the topics that came up the most was um people were asking about a guy and the song uh, about a song that i played by a guy named Brian Swindle and uh uh there were a lot of messages saying that song is great what what else like get, can you get him on the show um and so i did <laughs> um i reached out to Brian and thankfully he agreed to come on the show and uh, this is the new episode and he's the guest on Plenty of Noise, episode eight. Um, so without further ado, here is my conversation with the great singer-songwriter, Brian Swindle. He used to be the mastermind and the lead singer and guitarist in a band called Have Mercy. He is from Baltimore, Maryland, the United States of America. And uh, he's, uh, I've, I used to be a, a, a big Have Mercy fan I still am. And uh, they called it a day in early 2020. Their farewell tour got cut short by the pandemic. And I had actually, I I, I remember thinking, um, I wonder what what, what that guy is about to do next. And uh, for the first couple of months, it looked like he had quit the music business altogether. Which, as our conversation will show you, he actually did. <laughs> but um, we talked about what made him decide to call it a day in the first place, and also what made him decide to come back now, and uh, and release music as a completely do-it-yourself artist and under his own name, because he could have gone on with with uh, with the name Have Mercy and things. Could have been easier marketing wise, but they could have also been way more complicated, I think. So, uh, without further ado, here is my conversation with Brian Swindle on Plenty of Noise. Can hear you now. Okay, good, good. Hi, Brian. My, hey, Nick. how are you? Pleasure to, nice meet, to meet you. Nice to meet you, Nick. Thanks for doing this.
1: Yeah, no problem, no problem. I haven't done a podcast in a while, so this will be fun.
0: Cool. How are you then? How are you coping?
1: <laughs> uh, I'm doing all right. You know, just been hanging out indoors, doing a lot of nothing. How about yourself?
0: Doing a lot of nothing myself. Doing a <laughs> lot of doing a lot of useless songwriting. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. That's a, do. So I've that's the one the only advantage that I can get out of this whole situation is I do have time to write a ton of songs. They're not necessarily my best ones, but I do get the time to do it.
1: Yeah, it's definitely nice having all this free time, but hopefully we can actually get back on the road soon. Yeah. I don't know how the how the climate is where you are, if you guys are having shows or anything.
0: Not not but. a single show. We've we've done like my band. We've played the last show we did was in September. That was like a socially distanced thing at the Olympic Stadium because they needed a lot of space for like five hundred people. Right, <laughs> that's that, crazy. That, that was basically it. It's uh, it's it's sad and dark in in Europe right now, and we're not <laughs> we're not good at this vaccination game either. It it appears so. Uh, you, you you guys are way ahead of us right now so um
1: uh, we'll see we'll see how it pans out i think we have another year till things are back to normal but that's oh, just a guess
0: yeah. yeah oh my god so <laughs> there's two optimists talking about right it's going to be at least another year so <laughs> such a lively podcast yeah. so i've i've been trying to get you on the show for some time like this is just a thing that i do that i've started doing in in august of last year mainly out of boredom because my band couldn't really tour and all the all the musicians that i knew couldn't really tour either so i so i thought let's just do this podcast and talk about the music that we all love like the kind of music that we all love and the art of songwriting and also a bit um about the music business because um as far as i as i know you have become kind of a DIY musician yourself now, haven't you?
1: Yeah, no label, no management, no anything. Just oh. kind of hanging out and writing music.
0: How does it feel? Like, do you like it? or
1: I, I really like it. I, I feel like I'm not being as uh, as productive as some of my peers, but uh, I don't know. I, like, I enjoy the freedom of not having um, any schedules, any timelines. I can do whatever I want, release whatever i want whenever it's beautiful it's like i i'm on my own time schedule so it works for my lifestyle
0: cool cool yeah um is i mean you i think you've worked with was it hopeless records that have mercy but on
1: yeah we were on hopeless records for maybe like five years and we were on top shelf records before that uh so and we were we were signed from like the second we became a band uh like it It happened very quick, so I haven't really known the music world outside of having a label having a manager um and this is a lot more fun so
0: cool it's good everybody says that like every every musician that I've ever talked to who like went d i y who was like signed to a label a big label who like did all the tour and did all the like album releases and and all that kind of stuff the minute they they are onto like. Uh, left to their own devices, they enjoy it so much more. I don't know why that is. Why? Why? Why do you think? Is it Is it because of the pressure that's like off, or is it? Why is that?
1: Yeah, I guess it's because the pressure is off. I I also don't think that I I used to complain that labels and management put a lot of pressure uh, on on my myself and my band, but. I I think we put pressure on ourselves to, you know, to constantly tour, to constantly uh, be creating new stuff and never giving ourselves a break. Um, And, you know, now it's, you know, I think the songs that I'm writing now are a lot better because I have such, you know, I can take a step back and look at them differently and take my time on them. And it's, you know, I'm not spending somebody else's money in the studio and, you know, have to stick to a strict schedule or anything
0: yeah um would you like would it be a fair statement to say that you were like sort of the mastermind behind have mercy like would that be a fair statement
1: yeah definitely i mean it was um myself and our old drummer started the band like seven oh wait what year is this? 2021 so <laughs> shit, almost 10 years ago uh we started this and uh then we had different members over the years but you know i was the main songwriter yeah and did pretty much everything for the band
0: that was i was asking Uh. myself because what what made you decide to about like abandon the band name because you did a like farewell tour and uh you were on tour with the dangerous summer for example weren't you a good friend Mm -hmm. of mine yeah yeah. i
1: saw you talked to matt
0: before yeah Matt Matt was was cool great and uh and was there ever a time where you thought it it would have been easier for me to keep the have mercy name or brand to use like a marketing language here uh and and like keep going
1: uh yeah, it definitely would have been easier <laughs> i i I got a lot of like so when we did the have mercy farewell tour, I was going to just completely quit music like I was done with it uh And then, you know, COVID happened and I was like, okay, I'm home. I'm doing nothing all the time. Um, And I, you know, some of the things I had career wise planned when we came from home from the tour. uh, But it was all gone because of COVID. So I was like, all right, I guess I'll release some music. And I really was just done with the Have Mercy moniker. And like we... I have a lot of animosity towards that project and like I don't know why it's just like we've had our ups and downs um and I just was like it's time to leave it behind you know
0: but So mainly you... it's
1: a personal thing
0: okay So that was when was that like late 2019 something early 2020 then uh, like, Early
1: 2020 is yeah. when we were calling it it was uh we were on tour when covid hit and had to uh cancel the last week of the tour the farewell tour and come home
0: yeah so we have we have something in common because i was a i was about to like quit the music business in like mid 2019 i think because it was i was just so so sick of the whole thing of of the whole like um uh uh, talking to people that i don't really want to talk to and you know like being nice to people that are like complete assholes it (laughs) it happened all the time and i'm back into it now and i was wondering what what made you like was it just the covid thing or did you miss like do you miss touring do you miss like being out there Uh,
1: i don't know if i miss touring so much i uh, you know i i I learned that i can't separate myself from music too much it's kind of all i know uh, i have to stay creating something and you know have my little projects and uh what's cool about doing it all myself now is that you know uh i'm not hiring people to do artwork i'm learning to do it all myself i'm not hiring any producers i'm doing it all in-house like every this kind of like takes up all my time i just really enjoy doing it this way rather than uh the old manager label way
0: yeah makes sense it's just a liberating experience because uh, I've, I've, you know, I've been, I've been watching you doing what you are doing now. And, and like, and like, uh, uh, you know, I was a fan of, of have mercy and I'm, I was, I really liked your first like songs that you put out under your, uh, under your own name, but the burst EP really, really made me a fan of yours because I thought that's such a, that's those songs are so timeless. So, we were in the car, the drummer of my band, Benny and I, we were in the car and your, and your song came on, uh, Light My Fire. And he was like, what, what year is this? And I was like, that's actually brand new. That was only released, I think, two weeks ago or something. And he's, he said, it sounds like, that song sounds like it's 10 or 15 years old. And then he paused for a minute and then he went, it could be 20 years old as well, or it could be from last week. <laughs> So that he meant that in the most positive way he was just like it doesn't sound like um like a 2021 record or a 1995 record or a 2005 record it's just it's very your your i mean do you are you going for like timeless songwriting or is it or the also the sound aesthetics that you use or is it just some something that happens
1: uh this is it's pretty organic like when i was doing uh have mercy stuff i always tried to like uh, force the songs to be a certain thing uh you know i i was listening to a lot of manchester orchestra and like heavy i don't know emo music and was really diving into that And i always wanted to have mercy to stick in this certain lane yeah and with this stuff i like I, i just feel like i can write whatever like i feel completely free
0: cool it does yeah. sound. It always sounds like you, though. So that's like, because when we when we made our when we made our first record, we were listening to like what music was um, coming out at the time, and one of those records was like the "Make Make the Best of It" record, and you know, oh, yeah. and we and we listened to it, and we were like, that, that actually that, that sounds great. We should stick to that. Like we want to we want to sound that's like similar to this, and just going with what you're saying, but but the minute you stop thinking about these things it's like don't don't pretend to be something that you're not or don't try to be something that you think i don't know might work in in the scene or people might yeah. like or something it's such then it gets back to um what you've why you've started making music in the first place so it's just like i have to like it and i have to be excited about it and and the rest is just like secondary then you know and yeah i think that that comes across very much um in your new new music in the music that you've put out over the last couple of months it's it sounds like someone is free from all of those things you know like i want to I want to achieve this, or I want to. I want to be. I don't know. I want to be on that label. I want to be on this tour, and uh, and that's just. Yeah. It's, it's very ref- refreshing and also inspiring, and uh, like, I guess my question is, um, what what will what will come after the pandemic for you? Like, are you are you planning on going on tour again, or will it be more or less a studio project?
1: I don't oh, that's a big question my girlfriend was asking me this last night she was like uh, do you think you want to tour again and uh, i I think I think I'll probably end up doing it at some point uh, but right now I'm like focusing on you know building a home studio and I really want to work with other artists and help grow their sound and it's funny like i I have the same feeling now creating music as I did when I started have mercy, like it, it is completely free and I'm not trying to like pigeonhole myself or put myself in a box. And I, I really want to take this feeling and uh, I guess do good with it in the music world yeah. and just kind of help artists grow in the right way. Because as have mercy, we, we made all the wrong choices. We made some of the right choices. I've seen the good and the bad. And I, it's. I would really like to give back to some artists, so hopefully I can just be involved in the music scene in some way. And uh, if if not, then I'll find something. I don't know what I'm going to do yet.
0: <laughs> yeah. Is this? I don't know about you, but I have this love-hate relationship with touring. So yeah.
1: What do you hate about it?
0: E- everything apart from the playing. <laughs>
1: yeah. Like pretty much. I it.
0: I mean. I do have this like um, almost romantic like um, uh, thoughts about people in like five guys in a van like doing their thing being a gang and like being like this tight tight uh, tight group of people like us against the world all that kind of stuff but all of that goes out the window after like the second day of like (laughs) farting and like uh, uh, people smelling Smelling badly and and, and uh, it's it's terrible. And then like all the waiting that you have to do, like oh, we were yeah. mainly You're just we're, doing nothing. Yeah, we yeah. were on tour. Like when when we were on tour, we we're mostly the like opening act, and and then you have like 30 minutes uh, of of like playing, and the rest is like setting your gear up, getting your gear off stage, and then it's just like waiting around until the headliner's done, waiting for the boss call it's 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 and it's like when I when I'm home it's always like I'm always like oh I I, I really want to go on tour right now and I, I I could really do with like two weeks of like touring and after like three days away from home it's like I, I call I, I call my wife and I go <laughs> I, I, I think I, I'm gonna quit the band I'm gonna come home it's, yep. I, I do it's, have this, it's this draining relationship yeah but, but but there are people like those road dogs you know um, that are like into that kind of stuff, like AJ from the Dangerous Summer is one of those guys. He enjoys it so much, and I envy. Oh, he him. loves it. I en I envy him so much for it. I I, I you know I remember watching him uh, in a bar in Cologne after like after the gig. We we went we went out somewhere, and he was just like having the time of his life. And he was like, "No man, it's great. I'm on the other side of the world," and he was really appreciating it so much and I felt so bad because I was like I'm I should be having a great time right now as well but all I want to do is like go to bed. <laughs> yeah mean. but
1: that that guy has a positive attitude about everything. He's just so uh I don't know he's just always excited about life. I I tried to live up to that when we were like, we used to hang out all the time and I'm like, I can't, I can't be that excited. I'm a pessimist.
0: Yeah. How does he (laughs) do it, man? He should write a book about it. (laughs) He may one day. I wouldn't doubt it. (laughs) So, uh, so, um, another thing that I wanted to, to talk to you about is the, like the, the circumstances of the music business right now, because, um, I, I, I think you might be an album guy yourself, like a guy that's like into like proper records and you might be into the vinyl as well. But that's like, mm-hmm. because we are talking about this in in, uh, in my band all the time, it has gone like the music business has gone back to like being a bit like in the 50s. So people release singles like every three or four weeks and the albums are just like, compilations of all the 12 songs that i have released like over the last year so um do you like do you do you like the spotify singles game or is it something that you like despise even or don't don't really enjoy?
1: Uh, growing up i loved full albums and the idea of making a perfect record but now i mean I think it's just the way of the world is that we have to release singles and then everything on a full album is like a compilation. It's just our attention spans are just so much shorter now. Um, I I love releasing just singles. I I think it's way smarter, and uh, you can really focus on like songs rather than a whole record. And you know, if you focus on singles, then every single is going to be really good. Other than, uh, rather than like doing a whole record and having some songs you skip over because you know you're just writing it as filler for the record yeah um i i like the singles game i don't have i don't own one piece of vinyl i don't own any really? vinyl. wow yeah <laughs> so i'm i'm all about the singles
0: cool yeah i think what people especially in like rock bands or rock music artists have i, I mean some of the many of them I think have a hard time adjusting to like that environment because they are like into the let's make a double album and let's release like special editions and all that kind of stuff. And all people want to have is like, give me that song. I'll put it into my I'll put it in my Spotify playlist, and I'll just stream the shit out of it. And it's 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 a completely different game. And uh, I I don't know. I think don't you think that like writing every song um to be like with with that thought in, in the back of your head that it should be a single does make you a more commercial songwriter
1: i wonder i hope it does i mean it's a, it's a good <laughs> mindset I, I i just think like i like i i'm releasing just singles now the last couple of things i released were just singles and it, it's just i get to put all my focus into that I, Hopefully it ends up commercial, but I don't know yet. I'm still in this like trial period of if any of the shit I'm doing is going to work. I don't know if it's going to work or if I even want it to work, if I'm just enjoying the ride right now.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm in this like crazy transitional period in my life. So (laughs) most of the questions you're asking, I'm like, I don't know. But I, (laughs) uh, I, yeah, I figured, I don't know. I haven't done a podcast in a while either or done any press. So this is just fun
0: yeah that was that was what i wanted to ask you like the the that was my next question like what 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 do you do marketing wise for your music do you like do you do anything or is it just i'll i'll just i'll just put the song on like all the streaming platforms and see what happens
1: i mean that's what i'm doing i'm just throwing a wall throwing shit at a wall to see what sticks i mean i could go out and hire a publicist and like really do the pr push but. At the end of the day, I I don't know how much of an impact that'll make, and you know, I don't think I've seen
0: you. I've seen you do any live streams either.
1: Uh, I've done two like live streams, but I didn't promote them much, and it's not really my thing. I don't really enjoy it.
0: I don't think it's anybody's Uh, thing, really.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I know. Like, people keep trying to sell me on it and getting me to do it. And they're like, you can do X, Y, and Z. And you can even charge money. And I'm like, I'd rather play a show. Like, that's kind of what I want to do. We did it,
0: man. We've done it. It's just, it's like the first thing that I did was like in May of last year. And I was just in, this is my little like basement studio that I have. And I would just like set up my 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 cell phone, and like play uh, three or four songs on an acoustic guitar, and then like stare into the lens of the of <laughs> of the cell phone, and like and like you y- you do the last chord, and it's just like complete silence, and you go, thank <sighs> <laughs> you. Yeah, that, yeah. I guess you're clapping now. Maybe you're grabbing another beer. I don't. I wh- who are where are you? Who are you? <laughs> Like what is that? Yeah,
1: I feed off that crowd interaction whenever we play live. Like I talk to the, talk to the audience a lot. and When I'm sitting there by myself in a room, it's like, who do I play with? Like yeah. there's, I don't know what to do.
0: It's like a public band practice, you know? With exactly, and I I I don't know. I I I haven't talked to anyone who said like who went. I'm really enjoying this. So most yeah. people like you, like like you said. Um, they're doing it for the like promotion and to keep the band to keep people interested in the band and or in the artist and it's just it does get tiring doesn't it I mean uh, we did we did something in uh, in February we we recorded like a, a concert film if you will like is it's in It was more like 16 cameras we made a lot of friends and it was very hard to do with like and we 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 put we put all all we had into it and then we like put it up on on youtube and we sold tickets for it and it was like and it felt like do you know when you're on tour and you and and you come off stage and you you put on your cell phone again and you see all those messages and like instagram like people tagging you and that feeling that you've actually made an impact and people enjoyed it and and they that you get messages from people like that was really cool man see you next time you're in town and all that kind of stuff and it just it wasn't there so we had a couple of people like tagging us on Instagram and all that but the feeling wasn't there it's just no yeah. placement at all and yeah I, I, I wanted to talk to you about this because I, I I could I can I can see you doing well like playing <laughs> just playing your songs on a on a guitar, or on a piano, or something, and being like very like magical, but um, <laughs> but um, it, I I guess it's I guess it's it's nothing to that people like like artists enjoy.
1: Yeah, I I mean I think some artists should have just taken this as like an an off year and just kind of just stayed away for a little bit. Maybe you know taking uh, you know read. I don't know, like change up their path of their music or something. I, a lot of bands could have benefited from just taking the time off, and I don't think anyone's gonna lose interest in your band, you know, if you take time off. Yeah, it, it's
0: people have uh, other just, problems now. They have they have yeah. other problems they need to take care of. They, they yeah just, yeah that's true. <laughs> so, um, uh, anything else I want to talk to you about? Let me on my list real quick yeah yeah um, the the DIY approach like do you like would you consider working with a record label again or are you just are you just done with that with that side <laughs> of things
1: no I definitely would I think uh, I think it would actually be better working with a new label at this point than when I was younger because I know so much more now and like I, I get how the industry works and you know how when they say there's not money for something, then you're like, Yeah, I know there's money for something. And like, <laughs> I just get, I get the balance more. And I, I would love to work with the label again. It just has to be the right label and somebody who really believes in our project.
0: Do you have any, re- do you have like a lot of regrets about the, the business side of things over the last 10 years? Like, if you, if you were to do it all again, would you change things? <sighs> He, yes
1: and no i mean like i said we made a lot of good decisions but we made a lot of bad decisions because we were told to make them like it, we were just trying to be the yes men for so long and just say yes to everything to make everybody happy and then at the end of the day you're like oh like they don't understand how to connect to my fans like i understand how how to connect to my fans yeah um and this took me 10 years to figure out, like I shouldn't have said no to a million things and just followed the path that I knew that was right. Uh, and instead, you know, you make a lot of bad choices, not that have mercy's career ever went down South, but like, there's just a lot of things that would change.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, just like tours I wouldn't have taken or, um, uh, you know, not rush certain records or certain singles. I would have just done a few things differently.
0: What made you decide to like, what what made you want to quit the music business then? what? like, what, what, if if you had to put the finger on one thing? Uh,
1: It was was definitely like the politics of the music industry. And like, I got really unhealthy touring. Like I I put myself in the hospital three times last year to get on a serious note. Um, Like just because I was, I'm an alcoholic. Like I, I didn't, and I didn't realize that for 10 years. And then I got so heavy into numbing uh, my like hatred for touring with alcohol and drugs that I like just, I took it over the edge. Yeah. And I like, when we stopped um, the Have Mercy Farewell tour a month after that, I was in the hospital after having a seizure. Uh and then two more times after that, and I was like, I know that uh touring fuck really fucked me up. Like yeah. the lack of sleep for 10 years, draining myself, you know, playing shows I didn't want to play. Um, like I would I would just not I would have taken a lot more time off. I didn't take any time off for yeah. 10 years.
0: Why do you think so, you didn't do it? I don't know. Was it that was it like the um was it that you you you, you, you feared that people would forget about you and your band? that that probably was it
1: and like the second you're off the road the day you come home from a tour they're like what's next yeah. what are we doing next? I'm like fuck can I breathe? like the, the the second you get home from a tour they're like all right let's take care of all the debts let's pay everything and it's like fuck I am exhausted dude yeah. like I, I need a second to breathe, and that just never stopped with us.
0: For ten, uh, we years. had
1: for ten years, I and mean, we had managed. We had four different managers over ten years that we, you know, butted heads with. We never found the right person. Uh, label, you know, Hopeless Records was always great. Top Shelf was always great, um, but we just we never had the good balance. Uh, we never had the good balance to where when we were home we could feel like the burden was off of us like it when we were home off tour we were still busting our asses and there was never a break it was crazy
0: it's so interesting to hear that because most like most musicians i should say that are not in the position in the position that you were in like in have mercy like having like this working touring band because that's what everybody uh wants to get into in the first place but when they when they get there there there's so many people that don't like it
2: yeah it's
0: it's the same with me like i've i've um i've spent i've spent years dreaming about it and then when it finally happened and you were on tour for like three or four weeks and then you were home for like two weeks and then you were back on the road for another two weeks it wasn't all that great (laughs) so i'm yeah i'm I'd say I, I'm more of a studio guy. I can see myself not touring at all. So that, that part of the pandemic isn't really all that bad to me. You know? I yeah. I like I like my basement. I can do everything I want in here. I can play music, I can write songs, I can record songs, and I can release them almost immediately. So uh I wonder, do you do you do you think most musicians enjoy touring or do you think Uh most of them do it just because it's the only way to make money
1: (laughs) i I think most of them enjoy it i of course there's the gig guys you know who some hate it but that's all they know but i think most people enjoy it as long as they have the healthy balance on the road as long as they're not partying all the time and they're you know they're getting up they're working out they're uh going to sleep after a gig instead of staying out all night Uh, If you have the good balance, it's definitely doable, but we also never got past being in a, a small van. Like we drove ourselves every night. We did the you know 12 hour shifts yeah. and then had and to grind. play a gig. Yeah. And we we never got we only had one bus tour and that was work tour. So yeah. we like we we had to do it all. Um but if you know if i can do a bus tour again i would definitely 100 percent go
0: yeah it was just (laughs) yeah
1: (laughs) so it's easy to do that
0: yeah i was 23 when when my first band got we went on tour with a like a 90s grunge band called the posies from seattle you might have heard of them they were like the grunge band that was great but didn't make it so (sighs) the guys ended up like being being like in like one guy was like the, the second guitarist in in rem for a while and all that kind of stuff and Then they they got back together in like 2011 or something and and they they went on tour they came over to europe and we were on tour with them and the first thing that i realized was like how professional those guys were so we were like i my my voice was like gone after like three days of singing and then sh- shouting in In a bar, and then like uh I don't know, singing along to all the small things by blink one eighty two uh okay. at three in the morning where you should be in bed or on the bus, and like after three days, I was just fucked, I couldn't do anything <laughs> and 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 the guys in the posies they must have been like forty two or forty three at the time, and they were like they did the show, they went to the merch table, they talked to people they had one beer or a glass of red wine and then they politely said goodnight and left because they had to do it for like 4 weeks and we were like yeah and it was just, it's it's i mean you've got to i i guess you have to make that mis- that mistake once or twice but you have to learn from it and yeah many people don't and i'm glad i'm i i reckon you did i'm glad you did and, <laughs> yeah uh, i did and uh, yeah i'm looking forward to what's to come so what, what what are your plans then? Like, have you, have you, do you have any plans? Like, have you <laughs> thought about it? Th- there must've been that moment where you were like uh, in front of your computer in your little studio and like doing, like writing all those great songs. And you were like, I wonder, I wonder what I would do if someone went, hey, come come out on tour and come out on tour with us. And that'd be like the the support act. Like, who am I going right. to call to play drums? And <laughs> you must've thought about that
1: uh yeah i mean i've definitely thought about it i will go back on the road i i don't doubt it i think i tell myself that i won't but i probably will end up going. <laughs> but i i the plan right now is just to keep releasing singles see what really you know what people like and just keep doing what i'm doing the, the feedback that i've gotten on the songs is that a lot of people say this is the best stuff i've written uh since have mercy first started So I kind of feel like I'm in I think I'm in my musical prime, Uh, not to sound cocky, but I feel like I'm in my musical prime and that as long as I'm feeling confident, stay healthy and uh, do all the right things that all the other pieces of life should fall into place. If I end up touring again, great. Uh, If not, then whatever. But I would I would like to be on a stage again. That would be great.
0: Cool, cool. Yeah, I mean, yeah, not 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 to be like go all fangirl on you, but um, <laughs> but uh, it's I I would agree. I mean, I would agree that the songs you've put out over the last couple of months are definitely you are you are developing your very own sound. It sounds just Thank like you. you, you know, and uh, it's not just because of the way you sing, because uh, you, you do have a very special way to sing songs. But but um, it's it's the whole sound aesthetic it's 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 the musical landscape that it's it's very it's very unique and it doesn't it doesn't to me it doesn't sound like you you want to sound like somebody else or you want to release a song that's going to get you on like uh i don't know a tour that that (laughs) that 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 would fit you know like marketing (laughs) language again but uh yeah I, you, so congratulations on, on, on what you, what you've been doing. You've got two new songs coming out. One's called Midnight Trips. The other one's called Everything Beautiful. It sounds like, like, uh, judging by the title of your songs, it sounds like you're in a good place. (laughs) So, uh,
1: in a very good place in life and just, uh, I don't know. Now, I find myself super introspective in my songwriting now and not trying to be but yeah all the song titers, titles are very like
0: I don't know retrospective. They are very I like think. positive and like there's a lot of light in there. It's it's a change from the Have Mercy days wouldn't you agree?
1: Yeah, Have Mercy song lyrics were a lot of sadness and depressing yeah. uh, themes but yeah I guess it's just I'm naturally happier now, so I gotta write happier things. I feel corny sometimes writing those things where I'm like, okay, I can't really fight it. If I'm in a good mood and writing a song, it's gonna be a happy song.
0: There's nothing wrong with it. I guess it's not. so. I I think it's so much harder to write like to write a happy song that's not cheesy than than to write a sad song. Don't you think? Yeah, that's true. <laughs>
1: hey I have a question for you how did how did you get a hold of Nick Turner, Brian uh, um
0: or do you know him? yeah I, now I know him he was my first guest on the show.
1: right I saw that I was like so that's such a weird talking, first guest.
0: I was talking to like we are a, a DIY band now but we have like still like strong ties with our old record label Uncle, Uncle M Music they do all the like silverstein anti-flag all that kind of stuff in europe and uh and i was like talking to to the guy at, at the record label and i was like i'm i i want to start this podcast do you have any like recommendations like who who could i talk to that are not because i had been talking to matt from the dangerous summer and i wanted to start out with someone that that people didn't know i i knew <laughs> or, or <coughs> talk to you know and um and the guy the record label he was like yeah i i can i can get you brian mcturnan i was like no you can't and he was like yeah he's got he's he's he has started this new band called be well and he's released a record and he's looking for like people to talk to like doing pr and he was the greatest thing i mean he's he's when we found out that he's like he also knows Matt Kennedy because um, he did the first I think The Graduate record or the second one I don't know
1: yeah he did The Graduate I know yeah. that they like Brian McTurnan and Paul Levitt had a studio in Baltimore and like every band from the area passed through that studio at some point that's yeah. just I funny I love I, that guy
0: I, I know so many bands in like the UK and Europe that uh, you know would love to work with those two guys if it's he they are very good (laughs) yeah have, have you have you have you listened to the be well record
1: uh no not the record no i i listened to a single that they released but that was about it
0: it was it was crazy successful in our scene like it was really it was not just oh that's like the producer of hot water music with his new band so but it was really there was a buzz going on everybody talked about it so it, it's That's really it's awesome. a great it's a very good old school hardcore record. So if you're into that kind of stuff, it, you're gonna you're gonna love it.
1: I am Brian McTurnan co-wrote I think two songs with us, and he he's a he's a genius. It's I love he's
0: that guy. It's unbelievable. So shout shout out to Brian. <laughs> he, funnily, he comes up in every episode. He does he always so <laughs> someone goes so. How did you get to talk to brian mcturnan or <laughs> hey how how do you know brian <laughs> and brian was how how do you know matt from the dangerous Summer? <laughs> so he <was> the only... <laughs> yeah Dude, he's he, the best the thing is i've been kind of the the whole the whole baltimore scene seems to uh seems to be quite important to me because i'm talking to all of you guys but uh yeah. you you have a would, would you would you say there's there is a a great scene in baltimore going on or is it just uh
1: i'm not sure how the local scene is now um but i know like we we just had some good bands come from our area like all time low or dangerous summer um uh us i guess i'll say Uh, but yeah yeah, i mean we just we have a tight-knit community of really good artists and we like everybody worked with the same producers growing up so you always ran into the guys i don't know it's it's a good scene i love this area more than anything i love this
0: and you are still in place. touch with most of those people so it's also yeah. about, it's also about friendship it's not just about the music yeah
1: yeah i still talk to aj almost like you know once a week i talk to matt sometimes uh he's moved Brian to McTern. denver
0: now hasn't he he's moved to colorado i think
1: he did he got married and moved to no, colorado Yeah, no, no. <laughs> wow. very cool but those guys are fantastic some of my all-time best
0: friends great cool. guys cool so i yeah. i don't want to take up too much more of your time thank you so much for doing this uh when hey, thank you, you for having me when will you be back in europe then when the whole pandemic's over
1: I, I tell you, I will definitely be back there the <laughs> second this is over um but yeah, I mean I would love the to tour again if, cool. I, if
0: let's let's join forces here and do healthy touring two weeks of healthy touring. are I'm you in for that are you into like running because i'm a I'm a very avid runner I love to go running on tour.
1: I've been doing yoga now is my new thing uh but no, I'm not a big runner
0: are you are you good at yoga i can you be good at yoga? I don't my wife is. <laughs> she's no. like she's she's un- she can do un- she she's unbelievable she <laughs> she's,
1: a, she's a lefty speechless yeah <laughs> i uh no i think i'm decent at it and yeah, my yeah. my girlfriend's really good at it too i See? It.
0: <laughs> so,
1: my <laughs> I girlfriend
0: know my girlfriend's better at no no, no yeah, my we girlfriend
1: i <laughs> can have a competition yeah uh cool but yeah i'll i'll we can come out with, uh, come up with a workout regimen when we're over there.
0: Cool. Let's do Yeah, we'll of, have to gig two together. Let's do a bit of Zumba or something. You're in like. <laughs>
1: yeah, Bo.
0: It's, it's the kind of thing that we do. Nice. <laughs> All right, Brian. Well, thank you so um, much. Enjoy the rest of the day. It was really good day. talking to you. Yes, thank good you. to you, too. And uh, right. I'll speak to you soon. All right. I'll chat to you later. Cheers. Bye-bye. So there it was, my conversation with Brian Swindle. I want to thank Brian again for doing this. I want to thank him for taking the time and for talking so openly about what made him the person and the musician that he is now. Also, I totally recommend you guys check out everything that Brian has released so far under his own name. And also, if you've got time, un- uh, check out, go and check out um all the stuff that he's done with his former band Have Mercy. It's just a great body of work. And uh I cannot I cannot recommend this enough. <laughs> Please go uh onto your streaming platform or whatever you guys use, whatever kids use these days, and check out Brian Swindle. And uh as usual, I'm gonna leave you with a song by the guest that was on, on this this episode. Um, But this time around, I want to show you two songs of Brian's just because he has um, just released sort of a double A-side single um, the other day, (laughs) Um, only last week, I think. Um, So I'm going to leave you with two songs of Brian's. One is called Everything Beautiful and the other one's called Midnight Trips. Thank you for tuning in. Thanks again, Brian, for doing this. I'm going to see you guys on the next episode. Um, And uh, stay healthy, stay safe and stay sane. This is Plenty of Noise. My name is Nick and this is Brian Swindle. I'll see you soon.